Welcome back, guys. It is week number eight. Hard to believe. Pastor Glenda, how are you doing? I'm doing fine, Misty. All right, awesome. Well, welcome back to the I Want to Know podcast, where every week we answer questions from believers and to hopefully bring some deliverance and peace into the lives of the brothers and sisters of Christ. Amen? Amen. All right, let's pray. Lord, we just seek you today, and we thank you for this opportunity to minister to your children. Yes, Lord. And we just, Lord, we just ask you for your anointing to flow. Yes, And that not one word be spoken that is not of you, God. That's right. And Lord, we just ask you to bring peace and prosperity to to those that are listening today. Yes, Lord, because your plan is to prosper your people, to give them peace, a hope, and a future. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. That's what he wants. All right. So our question today is a one that is very frequently asked by believers. And I know uh, it actually came from someone who asked us this question online. And uh, the question is, how do I know God's will for my life? Mm. Boy, that's that's a frequent flyer, isn't it? Yes. (laughs) Everybody wants to know. So, you know, what's funny is uh, my husband likes to call me directionally challenged because I'm not good at finding my way around. If you put me in a maze, they'd probably have to send a search team to find to, to, to rescue me. And a lot of times that's the way we are spiritually. We're directionally challenged. We're not really sure what direction we're going, if we're on the right path, for, or if we've been led astray by the enemy. Because there's always the issue of, is it my will, is it God's will, or the enemy has a will for, mm-hmm. for our life, right? That's right. And so we need a discerning in order to know that we're on the track that is the will of God right? for our life. The way I look at this is there's sort of three circumstances that this applies there's everyday issues that arise in our life. For example, should I change jobs? Should I move? How do I deal with this situation with my kids? Then there's the issue of things that we do for the Lord. And then there's the thing that we're supposed to do for the Lord. So should I you know, offer to teach in church? Should I uh, be giving more? in other ways but then there's the the grand purpose that we all have a divinely appointed purpose from god it's a divine purpose plan and perfect will of his absolutely so it's written in the books of heaven every day the plan purpose and perfect will of god is for your life and you need to ask the lord every day for that purpose and plan and perfect will will he has for your life Mm -hmm. that's right we need to be seeking that from god but we don't want to become too driven to know what god's special plan is for us i'll tell you 
if we're not following the will of God in small things, we need to not worry about following the will <laughs> of God right. in big things. And God, I mean, why would God reveal more to us if we're already willfully yes. disobedient in what we already know? Yes. Uh, He's not going to. Exactly. There are other people involved that we can go to, but we shouldn't be going to other people for anything beyond confirmation of what's already in our own heart. That's it. Too many people go to someone else and say, well, what's God's will for me? Uh Uh-uh. That's not the way it's supposed to work. No, it doesn't work that way. No. And a lot of times, if, if somebody does come to you and ask that question, a good idea is to turn around and ask them, well, what do you think? What do you think God is telling you? That's it. You need to ask them, what is the Lord saying? Yeah, what's the Lord telling you? Yes. And a lot of times they'll come back and they'll say something that turns out to be the truth. So sometimes it's not so much a, a not knowing what God's will is, but a fear that we don't know what God's will is. Mm-hmm. That well, ugly word, that four-letter word, well, fear. That's where the Holy Spirit comes in, Misty. Mm-hmm. Remember, the Holy Spirit is our God on this earth with us. He is the comforter. He's the helper. He's the God. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Bible does say somewhere in Proverbs that there is um, a safety in a multitude of counselors. But keep in mind that but, everybody may be wrong sometimes. You know? And, and uh, what that's talking about is they're going to have the confirmation you need. Yeah. But there have been times, I remember Joyce Myers said in one of her things that everybody told her she was wrong to want to pursue ministry. Yeah. There was not one single person that confirmed for her. If you know in your heart that it's coming from God, then let's not be obstructed by what other people think. Can you imagine the amount of just the glorious blessings that would be in our lives if we were just a little less concerned about pleasing man? Yes. Well, for Joyce Myers, I believe she heard from the Lord herself. Mm -hmm. And what happens then? The gift of faith rises up in you suddenly. And I don't care who says what to you. I don't care what's going on in front of you. If God has spoken to you directly... A rhema word. Oh, my. Why don't you tell them what a rhema word is in case there's some that don't know? A rhema word is a word such as like, well, when I was going down the road one day and I heard the Lord say to me, I'm going to give you a Lincoln. And I thought, what? A Lincoln? Well, to me, that's like a Cadillac, and I don't want one of them either. But suddenly, whizzing beside me, on the other lane came this car, and as it went by, I thought, oh my gosh, is that not a beautiful looking car? I like that. So I started speeding up just a little bit. I won't say how much. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, I'll say how much. Stick around until afterwards. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but anyway, when I got up close enough to see what this car was, it was a Lincoln Navigator. Woo! And they're, they are not cheap cars. And nobody believed me when I told them that God told me he was going to give me a Lincoln. I started believing for it. I started believing and I started saying, it's in my driveway. It's in my driveway. I already see it. Mm-hmm. 30 days All later. things that are not as though they were. Yes. 30 days later, it was in my driveway, Misty. 
That's a rhema word. Yes. All right. Well, I just want to make sure we clarify that for people. But let's talk about ways that we can know the will of God. Okay. First and foremost is the will will never contradict the word. Never. Never. If we don't study, we'll never know. If you're not cracking the Bible, if you're not getting some biblical knowledge, you're never going to know the will of God in small things or large things, especially large things. The word is supposed to be the light to our path. If you don't have the word, you're in darkness. You're in the wilderness. You have no idea what should you should shouldn't do, do, shouldn't do, who That's you it. should talk to, who you shouldn't talk uh-huh. to. The behaviors that you should engage in and shouldn't engage in. That's a dangerous place. Right. The word will set us free if we know and do the right thing. Uh, it says that the, the truth in the, that's in the word will set us free. Now, there's an assumption there that you're not just going to know the truth, but you're going to do the truth. You're going to take the, take the right action. So, for example... If you and I, if you and your husband or you and your wife are sitting there and you don't have any problems, there's no infidelity, there's no abuse, and all of a sudden one of them says to the other, you know, I believe the Lord is telling me we need to get a divorce. Hmm. Well, if you read the Bible, the Bible says the, the Lord hates divorce. That's right. So, would I believe that that's a word from God? No, because it contradicts his will, his word. You know, it's just like unforgiveness. Well, I'm sure that God knew, knows that so-and-so was particularly hateful to me, and I have the right to, to be bitter about it. Example. Well, yeah. no, God didn't tell you that. <laughs> because according to Ephesians 4.32, it says, Be kind to one another, <laughs> tenderhearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ forgave you. Right? Right. So, if you don't know that, that, that the word says that, then you're going to fall into those pitfalls, those, those traps, those snares of the enemy. So, another way is seeking God by going, knowing him on a deeper level and through fasting. If there's something that you're really struggling with, a decision in your life, then you need to be seeking to know God on a deeper level. Would you agree with that? Yes. And fasting. Fasting does work. And it doesn't always have to be food that you fast. You can fast something that just means something to you, that you enjoy, and you know, say, okay, for the next three days, I'm not going to watch television. I'm going to devote that time to the Lord. So... Prayer and what's the Bible say? Prayer and supplication. (laughs) Make your request known unto God. Yep. And Matthew 7, 7 says that we're supposed to ask and keep on asking. Mm -hmm. We were supposed to receive what we ask for. Knock and the door will be opened. You know that verse, Mom. Yes. Uh, Seek and you shall find. Exactly. Consistent time with God equals consistent answers. If you're not in consistent time with God, and I don't mean you get up every morning and pray an hour. Consistent time with God can be five minutes several times throughout the day where you just start talking to God and are attuned to that still small voice. Mm -hmm. And if you're not hearing the voice of God, then you need to listen to 
our, our uh, podcast a couple weeks on how to hear from God. Well, the Holy Spirit's always there to, to help you, to guide you, to lead you in the way you're to go. Every day, every day I ask the Holy Spirit to take over all of my affairs, great and small, spiritual and earthly, to take over them and manage them and steward them because he's the, the best manager and steward of all. And to put me on the right path, the straight path, spiritual or earthly, on this mm -hmm. earth that I need to go today. And to give me divine truth and perfect knowledge for every decision I make or direction I take. I mean, he's, he knows it all. He's the one to lead you. Well, absolutely. Galatians 5.16 says, Let the Holy Spirit guide you and avoid do, to avoid your sinful nature. Well, we do have a mind mm -hmm. and our own will. Absolutely. And sometimes we allow the mind of reasoning and logic, apart oh. from the leading of the Holy Spirit, to lead us down a wrong path. Oh, that's... We are wise in our own eyes. We lean on our own understanding. Oh, my these are the things we don't want to do. We let, we'll take a path that seems right, the Bible says, but it will lead us to destruction. That's why you have to follow the leading of the Holy Spirit in all that you do daily. Be listening. And here's the thing. It's about God's will for your life. He knows God's will for your life. He's going to lead you toward that plan and purpose of God for your life. Absolutely. And if you will hear him and obey him, you will remain in peace and you will know. But here's the thing also. you got to have the faith to step yeah, out. Yeah. To step out when he leads you. Because believe me, he's my, he may lead you in places you've never been before. <laughs> well, you know, the um, God is always at work behind the scenes. Yes. And opening and closing doors. You know, he'll, he'll try to open doors that will lead us down the path that we're supposed to go. Well, there you go. And then he will close doors that, you know, will try to, to try to hinder us or send us a message, don't go, go that, that way. way. Yeah. The problem is we end up trying to go through doors that are closed. Yes. And, you know, that's another thing. Every day I ask the Holy Spirit, go before me, open only the doors I'm to go through, Holy Spirit. And go before me today, before I even get to the doors I'm not supposed to go through, you close them. Mm -hmm. But people have, uh, I mean, not just people, all of us, myself included, have a determination sometimes yes. to go through that closed door. Well, I remember somebody told me at one point, if there's all kinds of obstacles coming up, all kinds of problems, then you're not meant to go that way. Well, I'm not, you know, just to briefly, there was a time in my life where there was every obstacle in the world coming up, just one annoyance after another, after another, after another, but I was determined that I was going to do it, and I ended up doing it, and it ended up causing me a lot of problems in my life, so be attuned to when God is trying to shut doors. He loves you. He wants to protect you. You're his precious child. Yes. I mean, to God, we are like babies in a lot of ways. Because, I mean, he is so infinitely wiser than we are. 
and he sees us making those decisions. I mean, you were a mother of teenagers. I was a mother of teenagers. It's so frustrating to see your child go through a door that you've told them over and over and over to don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. And they do it anyway. And then they have to suffer for it. Yes. How many prayers and how many times have we begged God for deliverance from a situation that God tried to prevent? Yes. Yes. That right there, I think we need to get some revelation there again. Well, again, you know, you have your own will. If you're not going to attempt to even try to listen and to go a different path, I mean, you, you just have to let them go. I just can't say it enough. We need a spirit of discernment. Yes. Because we have our will, which is a will of the flesh, and we have an enemy in the devil whose will is our is what? To kill, steal, steal and destroy. destroy. I mean, we need to wake up as believers and realize that if we're not operating in the promises of God, if we're if we're not just overflowing and abundant and you know having the peace of God yes, in our lives, wrong. then we've got problems that we need to address. Yes. And none of us are really where we need to be. But it's a process. So, and you got to start somewhere. Yes. You know, believe me, it's 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 like an onion, like I said before, it's like an onion. You got to start peeling them that outer layer in order to get to the to the inner ones. <laughs> but as far as knowing God's will for your life, Misty, it's a matter of faith to begin with, like I said. You've got to get with God alone. His answer is always going to be yes or no. And if you don't hear anything, you don't do anything. Here's the thing. You don't do anything if you don't hear the Lord say to you yes or no. Amen. I'm going to give a little bit of a testimony here myself. It's not in my plan today, but I feel the unction of the Holy Spirit to do that. I was a person who really desperately wanted to know what God's plan was for me. And I'm not talking about the little plans. I'm talking about the big plans. And you can become very obsessive about wanting to know that. And it just seems like God was, I was doing this and I was doing that. I mean, I was just, everything that I I was all over the place. I mean, just to give some examples, I, I taught for two years in the church here. I do worship in the church, something I never thought I would do. Um, I've done children's ministry, realized I wasn't anointed for that, and the kids <laughs> kids knew it too. So I had to, I was like, okay, that's it for that. Um, I've done administrative work, which I'm anointed in, um, and different things like that. And I'm just like, God, what is the master plan here? And the frustration of wanting to know, because you always end up, if you're like me and you had no grand confirmation in your life, you always end up with somebody who has had that grand confirmation in their life. And it's so frustrating because you see, oh, yeah, so-and-so laid their hands on me and they declared this. And then six months later, so-and-so, somebody else laid their hands on me and declared this over my life. And I just knew that it was, you know, what God's, I, I was called to this by the Lord. And you're just like, 
<laughs> Where is mine? Where is my confirmation, God? Some of us don't get that. We just have our own what we know from God. But I'll tell you, my if you're in that situation, the best suggestion that I can make to you is the suggestion that was made to me by the woman sitting across from me. When she heard God tell her, I need to just let it go. I need to relax and for, just let it go. Just do what God needs me to do from moment to moment instead of worrying about what God's great plan is for me. Amen? Amen. And when I started to, to do that, I was able to operate in different capacities. And if it's only for a time, it's for a time. And once it's done, it's, it's over. But I'm just moving from task to, ta- to task. And whatever I'm anointed to do, that's what I'm going to do because I'm going to look at it like training for whatever it is that I'm meant to do. Amen? Amen. All right. Well, the main thing is, is you got to hear that still small voice. Yes. You have to. You have to. Uh, you be, need to be able to discern if it's God speaking to you or if it's your own thoughts or if it's the enemy trying to interfere with you. And I do want to say this. You said something about when you stepped out, you know, all these things started hitting you right and left and doors were closing, blah, blah, blah. But sometimes you got to remember, we, we do have an enemy. Mm-hmm. He's got ears. And maybe you've been speaking too much about what he needs to hear. And he will put obstacles in your path. That's true, too. But, you know, that's why you need that discerning spirit. Mm-hmm. You need to be able to know from God yourself in your own heart and trust God is going want you to know his will. He wants to help you. Like I said at the very beginning, God's not going to give you the grand plan, you know, until he's seen that you have walked through all the other steps. Uh, you're obedient in small things. Yes. You will be obedient in greater things. Yes. Amen. There you go. All right. Do you have anything else to add? No. Uh, I love the Lord. I will say this. The Lord has been good to me. From the day I met him, he started changing my life. And I can't praise him enough for that. But I know this. When I go to him, and I go to him daily every morning, and I pour out my heart to him, even if it's for another person, I see God move almost immediately. That's where you got to be. That's where you want to be with him. He says, my sheep hear my voice. And he says, I abide in them and they abide in me and they will ask what they will and it shall be done for them. If your heart's right, here it is, if your heart's right, he will answer you almost immediately. And you've got to be listening. Mm -hmm. Paying attention. Don't dismiss nothing. Be listening. And if you're hearing the same thing over and over Several times in the last few days, I've heard these words, and now I've heard them spoke over and over in other places, and I'm saying, God, that's confirmation, that's confirmation. 
I keep hearing it's not your fault, he's saying to me. See, I'm not dismissing that because I'm hearing it over and over. I'm hearing it from God over and over and from other people. Now I know God is confirming something that is not my fault. I don't even know what it is, but I know it's not my fault. And he'll show me and he'll prove it. Mm -hmm. Amen. Keep paying attention to what you're hearing. No matter what your circumstances are, no matter what you hear on the news, you know, just trust God. Yes. Just trust God. It's got, it's ha he has you. Yes, he's got your back. That you, Your daddy is the creator, the, the, the great being that slung this whole universe into existence. <laughs> your problems are not too big for God. No, no. They are like a just a, a thought. Him, to he him. says, is my hand too short? <laughs> my goodness exactly I tell you I look forward to the day when I can just run up to to Jesus and, and to the Father and just give him just just sit at their feet you know yeah I, I just want that day so badly his arm's not too short he can do anything <laughs> amen all things amen. are possible with him all right well we're gonna wrap it up um now i've gotten some responses from you guys on some of the forums that we're on but i'm gonna ask if you would please consider there's a link below to our forum and it just helps us and and you, don't, you have no idea how encouraging it is to us to hear from you. Yes. So if you can go to our website and post on our forums just feedback um, or questions that you'd like to see answered or if there's something that you're thinking that God's given to you yes. that we have we not covered know. today, we want to know. We want to know. Iron sharpens iron. Let's help each other yes amen amen and if you can't find that because i know i had one person say they couldn't find the link you go to www.thefathershouseboc it stands for body of christ.com yes thefathershouseboc.com and you'll see there's a blog post for every single podcast that we do you can go on there, you can comment, let us know what your thoughts are. It really edifies us. Yes. Okay? Yes. All right, praise the Lord. We just thank you for listening. If you've been here this long, listening to us rattle on for the last however long. Um, and we just pray for your for peace and prosperity for you and your home, your household. And for you, just know the true love of your Father God. Jesus loves us. That's it. Amen. In this we know. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs>